Hi everyone, welcome to episode 5. So, I can't believe I'm doing episode 5. Today is a Saturday, 1 p.m. So, usually at this time, I would prefer to sleep since it's raining outside. It's been raining non-stop since Wednesday, I remember, if I remember it correctly. But right now, since... I've had a long week and then it's a holiday yesterday so I get to catch up on some sleep I'm doing another episode I would want to do it in advance so that I have something uploaded in advance for those who actually follows the pod and I've been seriously contemplating what they wanted to talk about today and then I have friends who are giving me suggestions. What are the things that I should talk about? And since this pod was labeled as self-help, so I might, I might as well um, do something that's going to help people. But then again, stories or small things that we can talk about are experiences. So that's pre-quarantine and also pre-quarantine days. So, ayan. I was thinking about it, and then a suggestion was given. So I thought of doing an episode regarding the good and the bad work edition. So why did I think about it? Because I know a lot of people really misses working outside. Not every one of us gets accustomed to working remotely and working from home, while others really enjoy it because they have full control of their time. And also, you don't really have to worry about dressing up that complicated. So it's not that complicated for others to dress up. Like, you don't really have to show up in your casual or corporate clothes, stuff like that. And also, you didn't have to worry about commute. That's one thing. Aside from that, there's also the feeling of security in terms of commuting. Because right here in the Philippines, the traffic is such a nightmare. I would say that from experience because I don't have a car. I commute most of the time. And it's so stressful. When it's supposed to be a 30-minute commute, it actually comes up or ends up as a three to two-hour two to three hour commute from my house to the office, which is the worst. I think the worst came down to five hours, which is not ideal. And you lose a lot of time and you would rather just stay at home than go to work because your day was already um, watered down by the traffic. And it's not a good feeling when going to work. So yeah. Why did they think about the good and the bad? Because it's such a different environment when you're inside the office and working outside of your house. And when I thought about it, there are a lot of experiences, I would say, that's so profound that I can't ever forget wherever I go. And the good thing about it is that you get to be educated on the different kinds of people that you encounter. Also, there are bits and pieces of 
what we call golden nuggets of lessons as well as experiences that we get to earn from different kinds of people, from different walks of life. So, naisip ko siya. And then, since someone suggested it, I might as well talk about it. And on this episode, I would do it work edition because this is timely. I would say that in the different kinds of people that we work with, as well as those who mentored us, play a vital role in how we mature and grow as an individual. But it doesn't have to be corporate-related because not all of us actually work in the corporate world. Some would be from the manufacturing industry and also the ones that actually were labor-extensive um, jobs. So it depends. And even in the food industries, the food and beverage industry, there are a lot of people there as well. So it varies. But then again, there are the same circumstances. Like if you notice, there are different kinds of co-workers, different kinds of bosses, and as well as different kinds of you know, customers. So that relates to different kind of people and different kind of teams. So I'm just going to share about the good and the bad and what we can learn from it. So it's more, this uh, episode is, I would say, stories slash lessons. So I think that's how I put it. I mean, every episode that I have, I would say that it's always with a backstory and also with the lessons I've learned from those experiences. So. Talking about the good and the bad, the, when I started working um, at the age of 19 in a call center, so this is before I graduated, and I called it the summer job because I didn't intend to really stay put on that job until after the summer is over. So a friend actually tapped us and asked us if, do you want to apply? Let's just go ahead and try and see if we can actually pass. And it's cool because given that I know I can speak English, I was, I was, I would say adequate in terms of communicating through the English language. It didn't take long for me to make up my mind and try it. So when we did apply, so there's like 10 or 12 of us that applied for the job. And it's just six of us that actually were, who made the cut for um, the job as a call center agent. So that would mean training. But the funny thing is that my classmates and I didn't really get to train together. Like They were on this shift. And I was on this shift. So we were different in terms of the training time. So I didn't really get to enjoy um, get going through the difficulties and the hardships of training uh, together. So we did it separately. And what's funny about it is that that's the first time that I get to encounter different people, which is not the same age as my age. 
So that's uh, that's the initiation. I would say the initiation to uh, the workplace for me uh, as a 19-year-old. So I get to meet someone who's actually a professional nurse but uh, ended up working on a call center. And also I did meet someone who is already a mom who has been through different call centers now. So that's another thing. And also uh, a co-worker or a co-trainee, because we were trainees that time, who's a member of the LGBTQI community. So such a funny personality and also a lively um, attitude. So she's very loud and joyful. So I would call she because... You know, um, I as much as I wanted to, since he identifies female, so I would rather call him she. And then there's also someone that is not really or has not yet worked in the call center. He has not yet worked in a call center ever. And some were other professionals who had licenses as a nurse, uh, not just as a nurse, but also as a physical therapist. So, iba-iba sila ng, ano, ng designation. Uh, then, some of them were graduates, some were not. So, on that initiation, there were good uh, there were good and bad parts of it. Why? Because there are some who are very smug about the training itself. Because some of them would, like, would speak in full length English sentences, even if we're not really on the training proper, wherein uh, you have the time to speak vernacular or Filipino when we are not really speaking, or like rather we were not required to do so. That's the funniest thing I would say. Uh, they would try to speak English still at halos magkabalubaluktot na yung dila mo. Even if it's just a few of you. So, some would get annoyed because, ano ba yan? Break time na. Nag-i-English lang pa tayo. Seryoso ka ba? So, they were, ah, bayang kakaasar. Some would say. But, I figured that while it's bad, they say that it's bad, and I understand their point, some would actually point out that if you're not so confident about the way you speak in English, you might as well speak in English so that you can practice it. So there's what we call like a principle for them that if you're not good at it, you might as well speak frequently so that you get to practice it. Even if you're not talking to a customer, an American, or anyone that actually speaks English, it's better to practice. And then, what else? So, after that, I also get to experience some who actually were so argumentative about everything. And it's not on that same workplace, but rather on another workplace. Uh, they would say like, Bye, ganyan! Bakit ako yung magtuturo? Di ba nila nababasa? And there was one incident wherein, ano pang ginawa niyo sa training? Ba't hindi niyo yan natutunan? And some would actually cry. Because, anong ginawa? Because the thinking is that, 
hindi ka ba nakinig ng training? Di mo ba inintindi? Didn't you take notes? Hindi mo ba alam kung saan mo kukunin yung mga resources mo? Bakit ka tanong ng tanong? Bakit pa kayo nag-training? And that was so annoying and such an asshole move. Uh, I was like, we said, <laughs> I didn't experience it firsthand. But then there are uh, co-workers who actually cries because someone is being harsh. But I understand that they feel like parang hindi ka nag-training. There are instances wherein, come on, he's just a newbie. He's just someone who's new. So definitely, magtatanong yan sa'yo. Anong expect mo? Alam niya lahat. So that was such an asshole thing for me. And if there's one thing I don't like, is for people who was so experienced to trample on someone who doesn't know or who doesn't yet experience that kind of thing. Especially um, from that workplace, we are talking about numbers since it's payroll and that job actually it was like buisit ka nakakaasar ka ang yabang yabang mo and that feeling is like nakakababa siya ng moral for someone who's new and thank god i didn't experience that but when i hear someone talking about it it pisses me off like tangalan to gago <laughs> so like mm, you like you're greeting your teeth because we sit ka like you were once a newbie and i know that you would react differently if you experienced that so like i right now i'm talking about the bad thing and then there're also someone who would like teka lang teka lang bigyagawa ako and it was like someone would say na yeah kasama ka sa kontratang pinirman ko bata nagtuturo bakit hindi siyang magturo di ba siyang tiel siya alam niya dapat siya magturo di ang kasama sa trabaho uh, ko. Tapos na ako dyan. And I was like, what the hell is happening? But you know, at times when, if that was the younger me, I would definitely had an outburst. Uh, talagang lalabas yung pagiging mahadera. Pero, you know, you practice, you learn to restrain yourself. But then, try to understand and be, be the bigger person. But at the end of the day, it's just so fucking selfish and such an asshole attitude. For me, if there's one thing that I learned during the times wherein you're starting on a job is that there's one person that taught me that you were once a trainee and you know how it feels if someone is not helping you. So you have to emulate what you've learned. And this person actually has been a boss that I look up to when I first met her. Like she's been so helpful to me. She had been my team lead on a job. And up until now, I really love her so much because she has so much faith on someone's potential. And even when I started another job from another company her words were will always resonate me in a different way and like it always hits home every single time especially if i am guiding someone who's a newbie so iba nagre-resonate siya in a different level so 
I would say that. But then there is also what we call the great people or the great co-workers you, you will ever meet or your great teammates. So I had this one teammate that knows I was actually so scared so of not really hitting targets. So what she would do is really focus on me and help me. Like, once you get the call, tawagin mo ako dali. Makikinig ako. And then she will help me and then tell me like, why don't you try this? Why don't you give this? And she would even guide me like, you know what, may pag-usap ka na, may pag-usap sa customer, then I will I will go ahead and process it. So that para once it's, it was processed, na-submit na, okay na, good ka na, may benta ka na. And she was so excited for me. And that friend actually carried me through the process when I was doing sales, uh, telesales. And it was such a nightmare for me. And then there's also that one person or that one teammate that mentors you and gives you all the information that you have yet to learn and experience. And some would be uh, putting themselves on after call work or what we call ACW. Para lang turuan ka na, oh, ganito kasi gagawin mo dyan. Tsaka huwag ka matatakot. Um, you know what? They would say that. And those are encouraging words. And some friend will also tell you that, you know what, stop that. Huwag ka masyadong manineka. And they would even say na, alam mo, kung ako sa'yo, mag-break ka na kasi you don't look fine. And at that moment, there's a different uh, look pagdating na doon sa how you see the person and how you see the workplace. Kasi there are people who stays in the job not because of the company itself, but because they have people around them that helps them be the best that they can and also gives them motivation that they badly needed. So, iba siya talaga. Iba-iba yung perspective. And I would say that there are a lot of bad and good things about co-workers. But I would really want to highlight those things that I feel is important. Because at the end of the day, some would say that, you know, we're here to work. And having friends and mentors that you get to meet is just a bonus. But then again, it's also important. And there are times wherein it's really hard to separate your professional and your personal life when you're inside the workplace. And that's true. Some can manage, but some actually were having challenges. Because at the end of the day, it's talaga ng buhay mo. Eh. And there are times wherein you don't want to get carried away, but still you get carried away. So it's really hard to But we still have to manage. And then there's what we call the good and the bad boss. So since we're, we're talking about the good and the bad boss, I would say na we don't say that it's bad because they're evil, but I know that they exist. We don't say that they're good because they say all the good things. No, nada, hindi naman ganon. But when I say the good and the bad boss, there are different personalities and there are some that actually made the mark in your life and give you profound experience because they change something in you. And then they actually help you reassess how you look things differently and how you can improve yourself. So ayon, 
yun yun yung yun yung gusto kong sabihin about the good and the bad cause but in this instance i would say that i would like to highlight first the good ones because for me it's life changing and there are moments wherein i think god that i was able to meet people that i can still appreciate even when there are times that things go sour. Like, maraming instances that those bosses or supervisors have met made me feel worse. But there are others who actually carried me over and anchored me to be the person that I wanted to be. And like, professionally, I feel like these people really helped me get to know who I am as a person. So I want to start it by um, tackling or like mentioning a story about my telesales supervisor. So that's the official call center job that I had as a telesales um, associate. So I remember he was not really the proper boss. I wouldn't say that to him. He's He has a foul mouth. Hindi naman super palamura, but you know, you wouldn't really feel like when he was on the phones that he was like that. So, he, you know, we both have different personalities. When we're on the phones, tapos kapag off, phone, off the phone ka, iba yun, because that's who you really are and how you encounter uh, people. He was so loud, but he, he, dis, he doesn't mentor that much. But, you know, he cares about you and he would say that, why are you doing that? You know what? I would understand that. Pero ang hirap mo kasing i-coach. He would say that ang hirap mong i-coach if you're not listening. And there were times where I feel like mas marami pa siyang kalokohang ginawa sa akin kesa sa, kati- sa matinong usapan na napag-usap kami. But if there's one thing that I appreciated about him is that he has always been sincere in almost everything. And like he never tried to sugarcoat that I was not doing so well. But rather, he shows it in a different way. But I think he could have been more serious and I could have looked at things in a different perspective had he taken it serious. Because I was a, new, uh, I was a newbie. I, I, I wasn't really that experienced in selling. So that made it so difficult. And then after a few months, so when I jumped on another job, and actually I took almost, I stayed there for three years, there's this boss that I can never, ever forget. So this boss, she was the person that I was mentioning a few minutes ago. And I remember that she would always remotely listen to all my calls. Because I was so scared. I was so nervous. And whatever the customer was telling me, I would flip. And I remember that she when she was barging on my call and she was listening and then the customer was hearing what she was coaching me to do and then i felt so embarrassed when what she what the customer said is like why don't you transfer the call to her so that i can speak to her instead of you relaying what she's saying because i think it's much better i was so embarrassed and but the end of the day she was so calm and then she keeps telling me that you know, it gets hard. It's hard, and it gets harder as you go along. But then you have to learn from it. You have to overcome it. And her advice really resonated in a different level. So, parang hmm, I thought I could not make it. 
But then she proved me wrong because I sustained it up until for three years. I thought I was not good enough, but she did really change me in a different level. So that was a good mentorship. And even if we had been together like for just not even a year, but like she, she was transferred on another team after a month or two. And then there was another team lead. And this team lead actually was also different because her ways are more tough love, but also recognizing that you were good enough. But I think she was raw um, on her mentorship because she's just a new team lead and not everybody understands. So ganon, I I met those people that I worked with that there was something different. And someone mentored, they mentored me differently. And then when we talk about the bad ones, so it's such a different thing to talk about the ones that really enrage you so much. I could say a lot of things, but from my perspective, when I was young, I would say na, leche, ayoko na siyang maalala. And when you get old, you get to appreciate the highs and lows of why their attitude was like that. At first, the resentment is so deep. Like, parang, hmm, ayoko siya maalala. I don't think malaki yung naging difference na nagawa na sa buhay ko. But when you look back, there are a lot of realizations that go with it. I, I thought I wouldn't get the realization. But then when I, when I sum it up, I would say na, kahit ganito tong taong to, and even if he treated me badly, I would say that there are things that I've learned from him. But I chose not to highlight the things that I feel would not really help me uh, reach my potential. Kasi, you know, we still have the choice what are the things that we can pick up from them. It's not like parang sasabihin mo na, turo niya yan sa akin eh. Parang, it's your influence. That's why I did it. No, because we still have what we call our own judgment. So we know what are the good traits or what are the good things that you can pick up and the bad things that you should not do. It's up to you. So for me, I thought when I was younger that a lot of things that they taught me is something that I should emulate all the time. But then... As you get older and you face harsh times and also harsh experiences, that's when you get the realization na nilat na tinuturo nito tama. And that there are parts you can pick up. And there are certain parts that you can scrap. Because that's not something that you believe in. It's not something that resonates your own personality. Because we have our own style. Hindi naman tayo sumusunod lang na basta-basta without reason. And I think it's very important that you have a clear judgment of the things that you feel you can take or not take. And like, kasi syempre, diba, there's a power of choice. And for me, if we are gonna argue about things like, Uy, turo niya to eh. No, you still get to choose what you feel. 
um, is right or wrong. Because it's your own perspective. It's not their perspective. And at the end of the day, you get to choose what you want to keep and what you want to scrap. It's still a matter of choice. So, ako, that's how I learned from it. Like I learned to pick it up and really try to um, pick things I feel that resonates me and then just don't follow what you feel is something that's against your principle. Because we have values. So I think we should pick it up and then work through what we think is something natama based on our judgment. So that's the reason why I'm having yet this discussion in a way that I don't want to go straight to the bad things. Why? Because so it's limited for 30 minutes. So eto na. So it's in just a minute or two, it's gonna stop. So there's gonna be a part two for it. So we might as well drop in after a few seconds for a quick break. Hi everyone, so welcome to part two of episode five. So Ayon had to cut it down because we're just limited to 30 minutes, so we might as well just push for the time and do this. So ayon, going back since we are talking about the bad boss. I would say the bad boss now, because it is what it is. Like I've ended the note wherein we are talking about the bad, the good and the bad. So, yeah. So echoing back on the next thing that I would be talking about for uh, the bad kind of boss. So, until this experience, I remember that at first it was a good relationship. Like, there's a boss that I experienced who was so uh, nice from the very start. Like, he was so nice and really accommodating and really trying to be understanding of the things that he feels we need as one of his subordinates. So, this is a very recent one. And it, it happened, like, way back, three years ago three years ago and i think that's he's the worst that's the reason why he's the first one that i would tackle rather than just going through the like manual experiences and i would say that well it is a good relationship in the first hand there are some points wherein i felt like i was a slave and at one point I know that I'm also to blame because I didn't really put like an emphasis or like a boundary na kung sa, hanggang saan lang ako as, a, as an individual or rather as your agent or your associate. So at first, hindi ko masisi yung sarili ko. But then... There were parts that I feel or moments that I feel like he's being too much about everything. So when I look back on it, 
so let me paint the story or rather just give you a brief summary of what happened so we i am a member of a pioneering team so um for a pioneering team in a shared service company or a call center company when you are part of a pioneering team it's actually a big thing because that means you were the ones who were there when that program or that team started and i was a part of that team three years ago and i remember that we when we were starting there are a lot of hurdles in terms of the processes that we were working on so that meant a different a level of expertise and that means there's a lot to learn and at that point we were all excited and looking forward to what we feel like the future of the team when we started growing so there are a lot of promising opportunities that were being told that would open for us and being the person that i am i i'm excited almost at everything like learning from the ropes of it like whatever the challenges are i take it in a grain of salt and like okay i will work hard for it because i know that there's something that we are working on and looking forward to so promotion and as well as new um responsibilities that we wanted as well because you wanted progress in everything that you're doing you don't want to be stuck on one position because it's not really about the money for me it's your professional growth because more than anything else yung money is bonus na lang siya but the opportunity to learn it is a big thing for me because that means i get to learn more trades and also get to experience a lot professionally then uh, siya after working my ass for almost seven or eight months the opportunity actually came and during those those times i was already overworked and exhausted about almost everything because you do ad hoc tasks you do almost everything like supporting a lot of people na kasi marami nang dumating sa team and it was a challenge and when i was tapped to apply for a position as a subject matter expert i didn't realize that they were looking that the posting actually was for two people because when i initially applied i didn't know all i know is like isa lang yung mapipili but they didn't made me aware na there's two of us and a lot of and i i was not really aware that that they are actually opening it for tuna so they did it on a later note without uh bringing it to my attention or to the other candidates na ganito pala yung mangyayari so what transpired is i didn't know na dalawa kami na mapipili so what happened is a lot of people were already congratulating another candidate but the, but my boss was telling me that i i made it i got the position and it was such a stressful time for me because they were they kept me in the dark and i was like i felt like and at that moment 
I was like, you know what? I'm so tired of you. <laughs> like, nabubwisit na ako, hindi na ako natutuwa. So, and then when they were already telling me this, and they were telling me to prepare and everything, I made up my, my mind. Kasi I was getting a lot of, I don't know, eh, parang here says that they're congratulating one person, but they're not aware that I also got a job. And I was like, Alam ko, isa lang yung open and then you're congratulating him. But the other person, was that my boss was telling me that I got the job. So parang, no, I'm so sick of this. It's like, kung ibibigay mo sa kanya, just let me know. Don't keep me out of the dark. And what happened was like, I told them na, ayoko na. You know what, I'm retracting it. Bigay mo na lang sa iba, that's it. And he was shocked. The, and then the next thing I know, we're already arguing. And what actually came on, came out of his mouth is something that I didn't expect from him. Like when he told me, like, I promoted you. Tilulungan kita. Tapos gaganitohin mo lang ako. And, and that drew me off. Like, that was such an asshole statement coming from a boss. And it was so toxic. And for me, was so unbelievable. Because if we talk about saying that you promoted someone, it's like you're telling that person that he or she doesn't have the talent. And that you just chose him because, him or her, because you want to. Which is not okay. And for me, I know that I worked my ass off for that position in order for me to rise up to the ranks. And then you're going to tell me that? And after that, I felt like, boom. This is not a good working uh, opportunity. I mean, it is not something I feel like I would excel on because our relationship already became rocky out because of what he said but still at first after some advice and some real talk from friends i still decided to okay fine i would give it a try or like i would give him a chance because maybe we're just so intense about everything and move fast forward after a few months i felt like my boss really changed so much. And our relationship didn't really um, didn't really give, come back to the way it was before. That's because I'm already seeing the worst parts of him that I never see before, that I've never seen. So he was he was showing a tantrum or like he would try to overpower us. And even to the extent like he would try to make me look stupid, which I don't like. So um, that became something that I feel led me to feel more stress. Like, And at that point, the only thing that's sustaining me when I got promoted as a subject matter expert is the opportunity that I got when I would speak and work with our U.S. counterparts. 
Like, yun na lang talaga yung naging motivation for everything. Like, I try as much as possible not to drag out the hard feelings from my boss with my work. So, I am focused. So, if he's not okay or if he's saying something I don't like, I try to ignore. But then, there are parts that hindi mo nagugustuhan eh. And there's, so, there's just so much that you can take. Pero, I try. I try to work it out as much as I could. But then, they're all, bumabalik pa rin tayo sa point that he would always try to make you feel like you're nothing without me. And for me, that's a big turn off. And really such a dick statement. Because first and foremost, if I'm being honest, I was not, he he didn't mentor me. At any cost, like, in um in the line of our job and how we do things and how we progress for process improvement he never mentored me and the worst part of it and he was was that he said na he made me feel that i'm nothing without it so that's the bad one i think that's the bad one and then there's also a boss who would try to intimidate you so There's this boss that would say to us na, subukan nyo. Subukan nyo magpumasok. Magkakasubukan tayo. Kung anong gagawin mo, ano, sitignan natin kung sinong makakasurvive. At one point, I didn't really answer some chats from a boss. Like, when they were trying to intimidate me. No. I don't buy it. But then, there are moments wherein you feel like the fear that they're trying to instill you would actually make you feel small. And sometimes, it does get to me. But at one point, when I learned that there are threats that are not really sincere or not so good, I try to brush it off. But still, um, you still have to manage kasi parang there's still a thin line between revolting disrespecting or like disregarding kasi there are instances wherein pag nananakot ang boss because this is just a way of them trying to reprimand you without telling you directly na I'm just reprimanding but I'm not serious but there are also threats that they would give it to you in a level wherein it's interfering not only your job with your job but also your relationship as a team so nagkakaroon na ng disruption ang nangyayari you're in chaos and everybody was experiencing that same thing and we also have some bosses who has favorites and that always happens i think wala naman yatang boss eh hindi nakakaroon ng paborito because i mean i don't I'm not saying that favoritism is high in all in all types of businesses, but there are some. And for me, I would say that even in companies or even in the shared service industry or the call center industry, your TLs, your supervisors, your managers, they're like your parents in your workplace. And hindi maiiwasan that there is someone that we call the favored child and for me that's totally fine i why would i say that it's totally fine because 
there are moments where in the favored child would also have a lot of expectations from them. And in my opinion, being the favorite child is not a good thing. And that's the reason why I don't care if someone you're someone's favorite. Because at the end of the day, for me, I would say that my work speaks to what my abilities are. And if I would move up to the ranks, that's because of who I am and the work that I do. If I'm not the favorite person, it's fine because that doesn't equate to my job. That doesn't equate to my work ethic. So I always go by my principle that I let my work speak for my achievements. Wala akong pakialam kahit paborito ka. Because if you're not skilled, being the favorite doesn't make you competent in all levels. May trabaho pa rin tayo. And it's up to them. If people would actually want just to be the favorite, to go up the ranks without even knowing or like without even working hard for what they have. So that's for me. And then there's this also a boss that doesn't know how to separate the personal and professional life. Which I feel is such a toxic attitude. So why did I say that it's a toxic attitude? One, we all have hurdles. We all have personal issues. And that is something that all people go through. It's not just you. You don't know what's going on behind door, behind closed doors. Lalo na dun sa mga taong hindi masyadong nagsishare ng personal life nila with their teammates. So they only share those um, intimate parts of themselves to those friends that they have. So there are instances wherein bosses tend to be so insensitive. Like, they tend to also be selfish. And that's true. And even associates as well. But the thing is, it's very critical when we're talking about the boss itself that's not able to separate the professional and personal life. And like, it always mixes, no matter how they, hard they try not to. And one classic example that I have is like, I remember that there's this one, there's this one experience wherein um, we really don't know what our boss is going through. Like he barely opens up himself and never talks about himself. And I experienced wherein he would go to work and he was such in a bad mood. I experienced that from two bosses, two supervisors to be exact. And like, Yung pagitan is that happened um 2014 and this one parang re- recent lang wala pa yatang three years ganon so what's funny is that when this person goes to work he was already in a bad mood and we don't know why and for us okay let's give you space because you're not in the in a good mood but then what we don't like is 
you're not in a good mood and we need you to speak up because there's something that we need from you. And you're not gonna speak to us na minsan, buong araw, or half of the shift. Like parang, eh, problema nito, ba't di kami kinakausap? And that happened to me, like parang two weeks ganun. And you're like, mm? and kami naman, it's like, bakit ka ganyan? I mean, we need you. Parang, you don't just need to be present in in physical form. Pero syempre, in state of mind and heart, kailangan ka namin kasi how would we how would we progress? So parang, paano yun pag meron tayong mga critical updates or critical um, announcements na need mong i-roll out? So dahil hindi ka, hindi, you're not in a good uh, place with your feelings, it's our problem. Eh, syempre, di ba? This is work. And whatever it is that you're feeling or your issues are, will affect your work and how you perform. And that means whatever the bad vibe is, we are also absorbing it, which is not good. Kasi for us, like, parang, paano kaya approach si, ano, si Tiel? Kasi meron nung, ano, baka magalit yun sa akin, baka sigawan ako. Or like, ba naman yan, si Tiel, hindi ko makausap, ganyan-ganyan, parang bad mood, papayas ko pa naman sa akin ganito, or magpapaalam ako ng leave. And it was so frustrating. And there were times wherein the outburst is not reasonable. And for me, it's the worst thing. Like, I know that there's something going on. You don't really have to open it up to us. And my, we should mind our own business. Because at the end of the day, it's your personal life. But what's disturbing is that you were trying to insert that personal issue or your personal issues during work hours, which for us is like, mm, bakit? Parang ikaw lang ba? Ikaw lang bang nakakaranas nan? Parang kami din, pero that doesn't mean pwede mo kaming gawing punching bag. And that means magiging vacuum cleaner ka na. So, yun. So, for me, like, mm, so why did I say it's vacuum cleaner? So, Here's like an anecdote of the vacuum cleaner remark for me. So I'm not really sure if everybody had watched like this movie from Rico Yan and Claudine Barreto. So it's funny because like I don't understand the concept at first, but then when I matured, that's when I said that, oh my god, Tawasha. <laughs> like he was there was this statement or line from Rico Yan telling Claudine Barreto that you know what? Para kang vacuum cleaner, inuubos mo yung energy ng tao sa paligid mo or ng partner mo. And I was like, yes, this is a good description. Like, toxic people tend to be a vacuum cleaner trying to absorb all the goodness or the good energy from the people who's in a good place. Like, kasi nangyayari, lahat ng goodness sa katawang ko nawawala dahil sa inuugali mo. Which is not right. Which is not fair. And for me, I would try to, as much as possible, na mag-restrain yung feelings. But there are instances wherein those kind of attitude tend to get you more self 
selfish. Like, kasi dahil nga hindi niya kami pinapansin, hindi niya kami kinakausap. And he was like, he would not talk all day, then he was in a bad mood, and then he would say, if he would speak, he would say something that's so insensitive. And also nakakagago. I was like, uh, uh, like parang, alam mo yun, there are warning bells. Like parang feeling ko, yung bell, the ay yung fire alarm like it was like ringing in my head I was like mm this is not good it's a red flag so parang letching to malapit-lapit na papatulan na kita konting-konti na lang magbi-beast mode na ako but you know i try to restrain as much as possible because at the end of the day nothing good comes out of arguing but still it's not a good thing that this kind of attitude continues. Kasi, ang nangyayari, talagang, pati ikaw, naninega. But if there are parts that I've learned from those moments, like from those kind of people and attitude, is like, you get to reassess yourself. Like, you get to see what you're made of, what your values are, and what are your limitations. The good and bad, <laughs> is something that I feel is important. Because doon na natin nasusukat eh. Kung gaano kahaba yung pasensya. If this is something na napapatulan mo or you just let go. But still, there are moments that you can no matter how hard you try to. And I would always say that knowing different kinds of people and like seeing the worst things in them is a test of character itself. And you get to know yourself better. And that means you get to see and com- compare what you are before and what you are now. And that what are the things that you need to improve on? For me, which is a big, big thing. Nakakatuwang isipin that this is something that we all were a work in progress. We are still in a work in progress in terms of this. And I'd like to end this note by saying that whatever it is that we're going through, whatever we are experiencing from workplace, from our house, and every walks of life, I would say that it is always a test of character on how we would respond to it or, and how we would actually navigate through difficult situations. And I would say that it's been a good experience, a good, a good and bad experience, But it's also an eye-opener that if we're not really understanding about the circumstances of other people, that means we need to learn more about that person. But that doesn't mean na parang ito tolerate mo. But rather, you get to choose what you feel is non-negotiable for you. A deal breaker na, no, this is not something that you can do, but I need to call you out. Call your attention so that you know na hindi na tama. But still, for me, I would say that the experiences made difference. And whatever the people that you're encountering gives you, whether it's good or bad, it's something that you can pick. There are, there are some good parts that you can pick from it and also turn it to something positive. So parang whatever the bad experiences are you have from that person, that doesn't mean that you cannot turn it around. There's always the silver lining. Ito yung favorite line ko during this quarantine. We always look for the silver lining and we claim that 
whatever um, bad things are happening, things can always turn around. And that great beginnings and opportunities will always come for us. So walang ano, there is no end when bad things happen. There's always what we call beginning. And that means you can always start. So every day is an opportunity for us to start over. So you don't put like a deadline on improving and growing, but you just give yourself the time to accept that you are still a work in progress and that you can still improve. No matter what your circumstances are, that means you can still work on it. So you may not be perfect, but that doesn't mean you're a lost cause. So let's not uh, put it in our minds, lalo na pagdating ngayon sa quarantine, that people are losing hope. We are feeling so negative about almost everything. And that we feel like this is not gonna end. But the truth is, it is just the beginning. It is something that we have to look forward to because we are progressing. We are growing. And we are growing in different aspects of our life. So whatever our circumstances are, whether it be good or bad, it doesn't mean that we cannot gain something from it. That there's nothing good coming out from it. So I was. So for me, I doing this podcast really changed my perspective in life, and I would say that it is opening my eyes into more opportunities to talk about things that really matter and things that can help you out. And that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and let me know what you feel I should talk about and what I can improve on. And there's a link in in this podcast, in Spotify, in Apple, wherein you can send me a message so that you can give me suggestions and whatever the things that you wanted to say to me. You can click the link and send me a message. And I hope to see you guys in the next podcast. Have a good day. Bye.